Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome to Up Level Together podcast, place to up level in every aspect of your life, from personal development to mindset and spirituality to business tips and relationships building. We bring you best interviews, tools, and inspiration where one episode can change your whole life. Here's your host, Yasna Borza. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome to Up Level Together show. Uh, I am so excited to be back. It's been a while, so couldn't be more excited. Uh, and especially because this is my first in-studio interview with someone that I dearly love and that I really believe uh, can change our views on um, something very important that we use in everyday life. So, uh, like I always say, this is an, a place where one piece of information, one tip, one advice can forever change our lives. So, thank you for watching. And today, I want to present a dear friend, uh, a national educator for French medical aromatherapy with over a decade plus experience, a healer and one of the most beautiful souls that I know. Tara Druid, welcome to the show. Thank you, that's beautiful. I feel the same way about you. Oh, thank you. Well, today we're going to be talking about French medical aromatherapy, or in short and more general, but less accurate, essential oils. Yes. And we're going to cover the why we use it, the benefits of it, the background of it. And then we're also going to talk about the really uh, uh, things that people don't really talk about, like harmful, harmful effects and how almost everyone is using them wrong. Almost so, everyone. Well, so excited that you're willing to come and talk to us about this because, frankly, I have been using essential oils just like probably everyone in America for the last five years because there is a proliferation of essential oils. Yes. And yet... Sometimes I feel like I just wing it. I, I fake it till I make it, right? I don't know exactly mm -hmm. what I'm doing. So I am here being educated and schooled, so couldn't be more excited for that. Oh, before we get into the actual French medical aromatherapy, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started with the world of, of essential oils in general? Oh, I love that. Thanks, Yasna. I'm so happy to be here with all of you. I, uh, I got started, actually, a friend of mine started a beautiful company called Veritatas, and if you're from the Minneapolis area, you've probably heard of the brand. She um, was one of the only French medical aromatherapists in the country, and she was, is a friend of mine, and I used to go to her home and pour oils in bottles and put labels on it, and she schooled me for several years on what French medical aromatherapy is and how to best use it. And it really was just by using, experiencing, and being in her space. I just got to sit at her feet and learn as much as I could, and it was a blessing. So you would say you develop a love affair. I did. I did. I totally developed a love affair, and it's gone on from there to be many different things. Oh. Education, meeting the farmers. I love that. We're yeah. going to talk about that because it's an important aspect of... Um, a lot of the points that you want to make. And I'm really fascinated about this because you, you all know how much I love talking to experts, people who really truly know what they're talking about. And um, you've been in this, in this world for so many years and you really understand the benefits and also the, the, the harmful effects or the things that can go wrong. And we're going to talk about all of those things. So would you educate our viewers and those who may not know what... Um, aromatherapy is its you know, background or what essential oils are in general? Oh, I love that question. You know, it, it's funny, I've, I've been an educator with French medical aromatherapy for many years, um, 14 plus years now, and every time that I met with people who were using them and excited about them like you are, and some even felt like experts or even had been through an aromatherapy course, mm -hmm. uh, didn't really know where the molecules came from. And so it's, it's such an interesting point to, to know where they come from. So essential oils are actually the immune system of the plant. So when a plant is grown organically, it actually will produce these chemicals that are the medicinal properties of the plant. And this is the immune system of the plant. So it's how plants speak to each other. 
It actually is how um, plants ward off pests and bacteria and viruses. So if they're not grown organically, imagine if pesticides are sprayed on them, they don't have that robust immune system that actually is their communication system, their immune system. And so they, there's no essential oils actually present in the plants when they're not grown organically. So in French medical aromatherapy, they need to be grown organically. We're using the plants for their medicinal purposes. So I like to say we're borrowing the immune system of the plant for our bodies. And so that is why it's French medical aromatherapy. We're using their immune system for our bodies. I have never heard that ever before. Yeah, that, that is brilliant. So immune system of the plant. Mm -hmm. But now it makes sense why it's being used medicinally. Yes, exactly. I don't know why I never really put two and two together. And I think very often in our culture, we just take things without really fully understanding its yes. benefits. I feel like we have, you, this is your word, your word, bastardized yes. a lot of the uses of, of, of the old ancient sometimes um, yes. practices. Definitely. That is just absolutely brilliant. Tell me a little bit more about the, just in general, the plants and why it's so important to use their properties for, for mood, for healing, for all, mm. all of the things. So as excited as you always are about nature and getting into nature and the benefits that it has been in your life. Mm -hmm. And there's so many ways that we can change our health just by looking to Mother Nature. And when Mother Nature comes into our lives, it changes our nature, but it really brings us back to our nature. Yeah. And so partnering with nature, partnering with essential oil, uh, with plants that produce essential oils, can really change our health. And so the importance is that there is a plethora of plants out there that are produced and, and um, grown in so many countries and grown properly with the proper care, organically certified, that can offer us their benefits. And when I talk about the immune system being the essential oil of the plant, mm -hmm. what does our immune system do? It wards off it wards off bacteria, it wards off viruses, it protects us from inflammation in our bodies, and the same thing happens in the plant, for the plant, but then when we produce them as essential oils, when we actually steam distill the plant material and extract that essential oil from the plant, we borrow that for our bodies and we can protect ourselves in that same way. So what a beautiful, benevolent gift we've been given from Mother Nature, that we could use them as medicine, we could use them for our mood, we could use them for our health, and it's, it, it's life-changing when you decide to use the plants the way they're meant to be used. Oh, that is, it's so beautiful. And I'm having, I always have aha moments when I talk to you. Um, simply because when we bring something that seems foreign or so banalized or simplified, and we, we bring it um, with an understanding around practicality in everyday use, Yes. And it, it, it's actually a beautiful process. It is. I do have a question. Why French medical aromatherapy and not Australian or, mm. or American? Or Tell us a little bit about that background and history oh, it's, of, it, of that. And there's, it's so interesting because, I don't know if you remember, and I, you weren't maybe here at that time, but in the 70s there was a, a fine wine movement. You know, we had cheap wines before that and then people wanted something more. They wanted organics, they wanted to really talk about what were the fine wines and what was available to them from great producers and harvesters. And at the same time, what came over to America was many products that were not pure. And English aromatherapy made its way because it's in English. So French medical aromatherapy didn't really make its way to America very easily and still really hasn't. Um, because it's still produced in French. And so Americans don't tend to speak French. And we do speak English, and so then English aromatherapy was the natural choice. The other thing about English aromatherapy, it had been worldwide and widespread when it came to America. So there are many forms of aromatherapy. There's French, there's, um, there's English, there's Australian, there's Chinese, there's Indian. And so there's many, many, there's Greek. And so we, there's many ways to use it. There's lots of crossover between the methods, but French medical aromatherapy is different in the way of it's used a lot in medical practice in France, Belgium, Austria, Germany, really all over the world, but a lot in France. And it is also given by prescription, so to speak. So you'd have to go to a natural pharmacist to be given essential oils. You might be compounded a different blend 
for a health concern that you have, and you'd meet with a natural pharmacist to be able to get those essential oils. So they're not necessarily sold right off the shelf. They can be. That, that can be something that happens in Europe. But a lot of times it's really sold through natural pharmacy, which we, of course, don't have. So it's a retail market here. So it makes for a lot of uh, imposters and, a, and just a lot of differences. You know, people just don't understand. They go to a website and it says, use this in this way, and we just believe that reductionist theory of using it that way. So it's, it's, it's very different when you look at French medical aromatherapy and its, its background. So we have overly simplified its uses. We have, we have. So there's a, a resurgence of essential oils yeah. in general in the United States. I mean, it, clearly it's been around for, for quite yeah. some time, and it's interesting that Europeans in general have been, I feel like they're at the forefront of good health, like yes. the, the holistic health. Yes. And um, the traditions that really put us back into contact with nature yeah. and to the original cause of this ease versus yeah. just band-aids, which I feel can often, we can resort to, resort to a little bit quicker in the United States. Yes. But there seems to be a huge resurgence of essential oils in general in the United States. Is it good marketing? Is it that people are hungry for it? What do you think it is? So in my experience, there's a few things going on. There's some really good marketing by some companies that have made it available to people. And who doesn't love a beautiful aroma of a beautiful plant? We all might have a different interest in a different plant and respond differently, but aromas are our thing, especially in America. So in French medical aromatherapy, a lot of the blends are created by the medicinal benefits of that particular plant with another plant that has different medicinal benefits mm -hmm. and not by the aroma. In America, people reject that a lot. Mm -hmm. So they really love those aromas. And getting back to your question, I think that people truly are drawn to that. They're drawn to those aromas. But the other thing that I've noticed over the years is that where essential oils are placed in a store, there is an attraction. And you and I are so commonly interested in vibrational life and vibrational frequencies. And the plants have the highest vibrational frequency of all natural all natural substances. Please so. let's go there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Please tell me about that. Recently, Tara and I have spoken, and and you you were talking about the that its vibration of the plant can uplift, you know, the and affect our vibration consciousness, whatever it is, yeah. whatever word you use. So please tell us about that and tell us about the rose. Yes. Okay. The Look, rose. You have sprayed oh, some of the, the roses. Rose. Mm. Okay. So. Well, Yasna sprays some of the rose oh. hydrosol, which, which, which we love to have, which is the highest vibrational plant. So in French medical aromatherapy, vibrational living, vibrational plant measurement is not commonly talked about. It's near and dear to my heart because of what plants really can offer to our lives, what nature can offer to our vibrational living. And we know that when you have a higher vibrational life, you have health, you have wellness you have um, resilience, you have so many things, you have self-power that is, is, you know, really lives on in you. And so I'm always looking for those options, right? So as I'm teaching about French medical aromatherapy and how blue chamomile might be great for your acne, it's, it's still wonderful to find out that blue chamomile is really beautiful for your soul. And so rose, this is this is representative of 2.75 million roses. Oh my gosh. And, and, you have to smell, smell it. it. Oh. Just bringing essential oils into your field can really help to raise your vibration. I'm going to stay here for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Most so people divine. do. And this is organic white rose. Yeah, so this is the, the rose alba. And oh, so in my. Bulgaria, oh my gosh, you can keep smelling it. <laughs> so the roses offer such a beautiful option for so many things. So in French medical aromatherapy, what I teach is about how roses can regenerate the skin, mm -hmm. but it also regenerates your life because it has such a beautiful life force. All essential oils that are living, all essential oils that are produced with a high organic standard really will help you to raise your standard of living because you're bringing that high vibrational plant into your sphere. So some of you who know Yasna know that when she's around you, that your vibration raises. I have I I look forward to seeing you. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> because you you are that high vibrational person. We all know some of those low vibrational people. We won't name them. And we know that we have people in our lives that have a high vibration. And this this is measurable. Our 
Our joy, our hope, our love is measurable, and so are the roses. So roses have a, a so let's look at it this way. When a person is living in their optimum health, they measure at about 65 to 70 megahertz. So actual waves, right? So we actually can measure this, electromagnetic waves. Their physical bodies. Their physical bodies. Mm -hmm. And so roses, their physical body, can measure at 320 megahertz. Oh, incredible. So, so we're in the presence of rose. Yes. It immediately uplifts us it and does. our body. It does. And all plants have a high vibrational measurement, but the roses are the highest and people are very attracted to What that. is that process called? When, when we oh, entrainment. Entrainment. Yes. That's it. I love that. So do you want to explain what that is? Yes. So in entrainment, when you, when you synchronize yourself to the higher vibration. So we can take plants, and if we have a low vibration and bring the plant into our sphere, just into our sphere, we don't even have to open up and smell the bottle. We can literally bring that essential oil or the plant itself into our sphere, into our energetic space, and we will be entrained to that higher vibration. And this happens when I'm around you. So I'm entrained to your higher vibration whenever I'm around you. What do you mean higher? <laughs> <laughs> You're arriving. <laughs> I like that. I love that. Yes. So is this why, you know, because because of that, is this why roses are expensive, you know, or why essential oils tend to be, you know, they're not exactly, um, you know, dirt cheap. There's, no. there's a they're worth every penny because of the amount of botanicals yes, so that this, go into one little bottle. Definitely. So this, this represents 2.75 million full roses to make a half liter. Unbelievable. Yeah. So that it, it is an incredible amount of plant material. So think about it this way, too. If this was sprayed with pesticides, imagine how inert and how dead this would be. So many of those essential oils out there might use pesticides to really quicken that harvesting, mm -hmm. and that would be different than a fully organically certified rose. Incredible. 2.75 million oh roses. Oh my gosh, that's what that's, you're smelling. That's, it's just, it smells that's divine. It. I love it. Yes. Okay, so let's, I have to ask, what is a rose essential oil good for? So rose essential oil, I love that you asked that. I brought a few things out here. This is one that you'd love if you want, if you want to smell it or put mm -hmm. it on your skin. So roses, so many things. First oh. of all, it's a heart opening mm. oil. I'm going to keep putting that on my... Oh. Uh, and it, it also, in French medical aromatherapy, it is used to regenerate the tissue. So it's I use it in my mouth care. I use it in my skin care. Oh my I use God. it in, in all of my body care. So on the skin? On the skin. And, and of course, it takes, it, takes, <laughs> it takes some blending and it takes some knowledge about how many drops to use. And the hydrosol, which is the water portion of the plant process that Yasna is enjoying, uh -huh. when you get one half liter from 2.75 million full roses of essential oils, you get 60 or 30 gallons of hydrosol. So then, and this is just, by the way, for those of you who are like, what is she spraying? And we're talking about organic. The ingredients are rose and flower water, certified organic. And so it's not, an, um, you know, one of those horrific things for the ozone. It's just water sprayed out through, through, the, through the thing. So I'm yes. just super excited about this. It's, this is the rose water, which is from the process. So it's truly all those water-soluble parts of the plant, which is also has so many healing benefits. And just when you opened it up and smelled it and sprayed it, it was like the same as the, the benefits of the strong essential oil. So. I love that. Okay, so what uh, I, I'm really, you know, one of the things that we have um, uh, uh, talked about is, is multiple uses. So we live in a uh, world that has been very affected by collective anxiety and because of the world uh, situation we're all feeling just a, you know a little down or maybe yeah. stuck or a little anxious so is there a blend that we could use every day it will be very helpful yes well there's a few blends okay. so this is also really um very subjective to the person, right? So an aroma that can transport you, that can open up that midbrain, that right. actually activates that limbic system is different for everyone. So every smell is like a different fingerprint, a different reaction to each of us. And it can really help to open up that limbic brain, change your mood, change your emotions. That's where memory and emotion is stored. Mm -hmm. So like, for instance, the black spruce, which takes me back to everything in Minnesota. Right now I'm living in Texas, and I love to come home to Beautiful. the spruce trees. Isn't that? The, the spruce trees 
will help to wake you up. Okay. So when you have that foggy brain, when you have that low energy from stress or anxiety or fear even, mm -hmm. this is a great one to reorient the brain. And I also love that black spruce actually helps to balance your cortisol in your body. Oh, that's incredible. So we're stressful. Cortisol is a hormone that we produce when we're stressed out. Yes. Would you put that in, a, you have this little nifty diffuser. Is yes. that how you would mix it with water and yes. let it permeate the environment? Yes. I do also take our, this black spruce of this brand and I put it in my hands and breathe it in. So that's called direct inhalation. Not all essential oils are safe for that. Not Very all important to yes. say. Yes, mm -hmm. and not all essential oils are safe to put in the diffuser, and not all essential oils are safe to put on the skin or take internally. So really quickly, before you continue, I think yep. I, I want to make sure I mention that um, if you are not sure, please do your research. And if you have any questions, they can call you. Do you yes. want to give out your phone number? I would love to. To the world? Yes, to the world. <laughs> Hello. So I can be reached at 651 Two three three six zero six four. That's my personal cell phone. Six five one two three three six zero six four. And I love to have personal consultations. You can text me as well. That's my personal cell phone. All right. So. Well, we're living in the modern world. Yeah. I love that. It's like you have access to the a premier expert in the United States, it. which I'm so excited about. So the, uh, please continue. I just wanted to make sure that people have, if they really don't know how they're using it, because you want to be, you want to be careful that they have a beautiful resource right yes. here. Yes. To, to so, do that. And really touching on the safety of it, um, I just want to share with you what the molecule does and how it enters the body. Mm -hmm. So the reason why diffusers are so effective is because it's the fastest way to get it into the bloodstream and reach that blood-brain barrier and break that blood-brain barrier. Right. So breathing it in is the fastest way to get those molecules in. And even though essential oils are lipophilic, they're little fatty molecules, they're little carbon-10 teeny tiny molecules, but they behave more like a gas than a fat or a liquid. So even though they are a fat, they're so teeny tiny. So when you put them in the diffuser, the ultrasonic diffuser pushes them into the air and into your lungs, and they literally permeate lung tissue. So you want to be sure that the ones that you're using are safe for lung tissue. And a little bit of black spruce would go a long way. So if it's a big room with lots of ventilation, if you put too much in the diffuser, you won't harm anyone. But if it's a very small room, like a baby's room, or you have a small room that you have your, your uh, diffuser in, like a bathroom or a small kitchen, you want to make sure you're not using essential oils that are too strong for the lungs. They can be effective also when you leave the house to clean the air because they're so antibacterial and antimicrobial. So that's cleaning the air. When they're safe for you, they're cleaning your lungs. They're entering the bloodstream. So we do actually take them in through the bloodstream, through the lungs, into the bloodstream. When you apply them to the skin, 60% absorbs into the bloodstream through the skin and travels through the capillaries, through the bloodstream, and we actually expel it out from the liver and kidneys anywhere from one to 24 hours, depending on the viscosity, the thickness of that molecule. And so we have to be careful. What are we ingesting? Is it staying in the body? Do we know which essential oils we have in our bodies? Are they safe? Were they grown with pesticides? Do they have other adulterants in the bottle? Does, is it an, a high organic certification? Mm -hmm. So you want to be sure that you're using that because we, it does enter our bodies that quickly. That's incredible. Yeah. So the importance of, of knowing and not knowing uh, in, in our country why do you think we're omitting such important details? Because of several reasons. Um, one is we are just that reductionist theory country where we like those quick sound bites. We like to reduce everything down to a, a similar to allopathic medicine. You know, we, we like that quick idea of do this to do this. Um, and get a quick result when really the plants and their synergistic effect with our bodies is many multi-layered. And the other reason is I just, I think there hasn't been an opportunity to talk about safety, to talk about um, really truly what essential oils are. They kind of hit the scene. People love the aromas and just took off with it. And in English aromatherapy, which is different from French medical aromatherapy, most things are not um, applied directly to the skin or taken internally or used in a full medicinal way. So there hasn't been a need to go into those um, contraindications and in the safety issues. But then when other companies come along and start sharing a little bit of French medical aromatherapy, a little bit of English, a little bit of Greek, everyone gets confused. You know? And noticing that essential oils are in almost every food product in America. So even though we 
fear them internally or we know we shouldn't always use them internally, they're literally being used in the food industry and considered generally regarded as safe and used in every orange juice has orange essential oil in it that isn't organic. It's just, that's just part of the recipe. And so they're used that way, and so it makes us also think, oh, okay, then I can use it that way. But it's, there's more to learn, and you want to always err on the side of caution, be careful with what you're using, and make sure that you've gotten good information and that they are fully organically certified. I love that. And again, if you're unsure, please call Tara. Do you want to say your phone number again? Thank you, 651-233-6064. 651-233-6064. Thanks, yes. Um, I, I'm such a big believer of really using resources because what I'm hearing from you in our conversations is that this can be in our in our medicine uh, cabinet, and it has its uses for the mood, and for actual physical, um, uh, you know, damage to the skin. It can affect the internal organs. It can, I feel like there's like multitude of uses for just about anything if you know how to properly use it. And yes. So it may seem overwhelming, but I feel like the more I learn, the more I'm empowered to use it. Yes. Um, and that's just really, just really beautiful. Definitely. Okay, so what is your favorite, by far, most favorite, favorite essential oil? My favorite essential oil is helichrysum, and anyone who uses essential oils tends to know what that is. It's usually, there's several places in the world that it's grown. It's a beautiful yellow plant. It's in the sunflower family. Sometimes it's called immortelle. Um, it, has, it has a few names in the plant world, but it is the most anti-inflammatory plant in the essential oil world that we've ever found. The, the research has shown that that is the most highly anti-inflammatory to the skin. It regenerates collagen for skin care. It, <laughs> it is great for pain. I, it, there's, so, there's a plethora of uses. It's just, there's so many. And it's also great for the spirit. They always say that helichrysum is for the walking wounded. So it really helps you return yourself to yourself which we all need oh, today. I think that that is so perfect for 2020 and 2021. And on that note, I really want to thank you for coming here today. Thank you. And I want to thank you for sharing this. I wish we had, my dear people watching this, um, probably another two hours to talk about all of these we things. Could, but yes. this was a really phenomenal overview. Um, and again, I am learning more and I'm learning that it's so beneficial. It can be so useful to multiple things in our lives, our health, our, our moods, and what a beautiful, what a beautiful gift that is. Yes. So uh, if my beautiful people, if you are unsure of how to use it, reach out. You can look these things up. You can look up the vibrational frequencies of plants, and you can also contact Tara directly yes. uh, at 651-233-6064. Lovely. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank and you. I'm yes, so yes. excited. <laughs> Blessings to you all. May you always be safe. May you be healthy. And may abundance find you wherever you are. Until next time. Perfect. Okay. So can I... Um, like You saw him timing me? Yes. Perfect. All right. Thank you. And, and on, to the, on to the new ventures here in our conversations. Awesome. So I am really blown away by what you just said, because even though we've talked before, what you just said about helichrysum and how it's being used and it's um, the, the anti-inflammatory um, properties, I'm thinking everyone who has any kind of um, inflammation on the skin or, or just that it's used for, for walking. The walking wounded. The walking wounded. Oh, yeah. isn't it poetic? It it's is called poetic. Immortel. Immortel. It, it's yeah. just like your symbols here. It, I love that. It's so many plant symbols, you know, so many. All right. So um, tell me about, you know, are there oils right now that are, you know, we're in the, the world of the pandemic and people are really afraid for their health. Um, and Tara and I are here to tell you, fear not. <laughs> fear not. Please fear uh, not. Please fear not. But there's there's some things that are really good for immunity and boosting our immunity, right? Yes. Because this is again essential oils are essential oils are you said immunity. Yes, they're the immune system of the plant. Oh, so how yes. how perfect. So tell me, what would be something that people should consider using? right now in in during this pandemic to to ward off colds and sniffles and 
Yeah, I love that question, Yasna, because a lot of people tend to, um, first of all, take lightly that, that they're plants and that they are healing and they can be good for our health, uh, a little too lightly, but also can misunderstand the benefits. Mm -hmm. So it's important that we always err on the side of caution. It's important that we use plants one drop at a time when it comes to essential oils. There's so much plant material in each drop. One of the oils that is so popular in at that time of year when you're feeling like you might have uh, been exposed to a virus or if you're fearful of that or someone in your family has a virus. And so oregano is common. You want to smell it, you'll see how strong it is. And oregano can be used wrong a lot. And because it's a plant, because it's oregano and we eat it in our oh. food, yes, you oh see how God. strong it is? Oh, wow. Yes. So when it comes to using oregano, oh. the best way is actually internally. But you do need a little care with it. So I'll, I'll give out a little recipe. If you're using French medical aromatherapy, it's 100% organic and it is safe to use internally. Okay. You would use 30 drops of oregano essential oil in a one ounce bottle of olive oil or any kind of fatty oil that's mm -hmm. safe to eat. Mm -hmm. And you can take a teaspoon a day during that time when you feel like you've been exposed to something. Mm -hmm. It's antiviral, it's antibacterial, it's antifungal. Almost every plant in the plant kingdom that is um, uh, distilled for essential oils, that's their immune system. And what does our immune system do? It wards off the bacteria, the viruses, the inflammation. So they almost all will have high properties of antiviral, antifungal, antibacterial properties, anti-inflammatory. It just depends on which medicinal constituents come through in any given plant. And then they will maybe be more antiviral than another plant. Like even lavender is antiviral. It's just such a small amount of that particular immunoprotective chemical in the plant that it isn't used for viruses. Got it isn't it. used for bacteria. But oregano has a really high concentration yes. of those properties. Yes. yes, so the carvacrol, it's called in, in oregano, has it's a high concentration. Thyme, thymol and oregano both have that high concentration. You do need to use it very safely and know what you're doing. It's not to be put in the diffuser. It's not to be applied to the skin directly. It's only to be diluted and then taken internally properly. So what happens if I put oregano directly on the skin? It can be very um, burning and you actually can damage the skin. And many people have done this. And so if you do that, the way to remove it is with a fat. So you would take a fatty oil like the tamanu or the black cumin or jojoba or olive oil or okay. coconut oil. And rub it on that area and then wipe it off. It'll pull out the fatty molecules of the plant that you put on your skin that was damaging it. And if, you know, we can have a sensitivity to anything. Mm -hmm. Essential oils do not have allergenic properties. Mm -hmm. So people do not tend to be allergic. If you are allergic, it's probably not really essential oils in that mm -hmm. bottle. But if you, if, you, um, if you use it and you do have a reaction you're not comfortable with, which can happen, then you want to use a fatty oil to remove it, including if you had essential oils at home and your child ate it or drank it and you didn't know what to do, Poison control will not know what to do, and neither will the hospital. They'll do things that actually make it go further into the body because water will push it in, or oh, any kind of liquid goodness. will push it in. So oil. Oil. So then you drink oil or butter or avocados or some kind of fat or use it on the skin to remove it. So, oh, my goodness. That is yeah. so incredibly helpful. Well, speaking of some of these essential oils that people might not react good to, oh, you know where I'm going. <laughs> I do. I um, have a love-hate relationship with lavender. I understand. I love the idea of it, and every time I go to a massage, a massage therapist, they rub me with it. I'm like, oh, get that off of me. Oh, my goodness. Headache. It's in shampoos. It's in lotions. Everything. It's everywhere, and I cannot stand it. My body does not like it. Okay. And you told me, you explained to me why. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not crazy. Yes. <laughs> so there's why. a few reasons why. Okay, so... I'd have to see the product to know and to find out what that company is up to. But here's a couple of reasons. First of all, we all know what it feels, well, many of us know what it feels like when you use peppermint and you have a headache. You might breathe it in out of your diffuser, out of your hands, or put it on your neck. It will bring blood to that area. So it's called vasodilation, right? So we're bringing blood, we're opening up those blood vessels with peppermint. So very effective for headaches, for all kinds of blood flow issues, peppermint is. But conversely, if you're the kind of person that has um, 
that needs for that to be that blood flow to come and you use lavender or frankincense those are both constricting to the blood vessels so they actually will take inflammation down in the blood flow but in a way that actually constricts a little bit so some people will get a headache and when i was with the public every day um, teaching there would be one person out of a thousand that that would happen to so so lavender is used with everyone right it's the gentlest plant it's the panacea of french medical aromatherapy but here's the other thing more than 99% of the essential oils produced in the world are adulterated or grown with pesticides or there's something else in that bottle and we don't know what it is. So it okay. may not be lavender. Okay. And so you might be reacting to a chemically made lavender. Try that. I'm going to smell it. All right, here we go. Smell the organic one. Hopefully she won't get a headache. Oh. <laughs> I just don't like the smell. And that you know, and that's a, an important part too. Like. There's so many plants that we can enjoy. Yeah, you love the roses. It. So I go have, to the I roses. Have, that's it. I just have this You don't have to go to physical lavender. reaction to lavender, yeah. it, the smell of it. But that's an interesting thing is that some people will react and, and it's okay. It's okay. I, I suppose it's honoring your instincts. Yes. Incredibly yes. important to do that. I'm still yes. blown away with what you just said. I'm thinking that's what you just shared could be a life saving advice if your child ingests essential oils. Yes to drink oil. Like, I'm still, it is life-changing. Like, I feel like you're dropping, you know, hint after hint. So, okay, good. <laughs> so oregano would be the number one thing you would recommend for immunity. Number one. Uh, it's a top one. So it, it really, again, going back to that reductionist way of looking right. at it, makes it difficult. So oregano is probably one of the most popular. If you go into a health food store, you're going to see seven different oregano products that have oregano essential oil in the capsule form or tincture form. So it's very popular because it's such a great antiviral from nature. Okay. But I would personally go more gentle. And what I like to do is use some of the oils, oh, I don't think I brought it out here, use some of the oils that are better for bringing blood flow, mm -hmm. stimulating lymphatics, which is our garbage system, which helps us remove those toxins from the body. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of things that do that, eucalyptus radiata, it's a very gentle oil. It's safe for children. Mm -hmm. It's safe for adults. It's, you can use it in the bath. You can use it on the skin. Mm -hmm. You can dry brush with it if you're familiar with that practice. Yes. And you can even take it a little bit in honey and eat it. So it's great to remove any viral, um, not remove, uh, what do I want to say? Just really help to balance out the body so you can fight off the, those viruses in all the ways I just said. So that it's a good one. And blended with a little tea tree and lavender, if you like lavender, and you have a great blend that can help during those times when you need your immunity to be high. That's, that's beautiful. You know, I've always talked about music can evoke such um, um, mood or sensations but aroma even more so yes it's it's got a higher propensity to bring back those memories to really invoke in your midbrain memories and emotion so aromas can transport us more quickly even than music and so it i i it it's there are many universities that are studying that with brain activity and brain diseases mm -hmm. like dementia and um, so it's, it's a really um, beautiful gift from nature for us to bring about those good memories. But like you not liking lavender, if you have a negative connotation with a certain plant, that's not the one for you. So even yeah. if it's a high vibrational plant, even if it's you know beautiful for yeah. the memory and the emotion, it might not be good for you. So try them out, pick out the ones that are most exciting and most appealing for you. I would definitely start there and learn from the ones you really love. And, you know, I, I want to reiterate, if people, you know, if, if people need to, uh, you know, ask you about the compilations or they need to get the, the organic um, source oils, they can contact you, correct? Yes. And reach out. Okay, that's, that's phenomenal. Yes, that it's, good to, it's good to have a source that's credible and someone that really knows what they're, what they're doing. I cannot Thank stress you. that enough. In a world where I feel like we get a certification over a weekend and everyone's an expert, yes. I've just been railing about that for years. I love that there are people like you who are, you know, listen, this is really phenomenal. And yes, the benefits are there, but 
Yes. And I feel like it's, yes. And I feel like it's just the tip of the iceberg. Mm. I know about hundreds of plants, but I don't know everything about every single plant. So there's still research. There's still things being done. Helichrysum is really a newer plant to the plant kingdom as far as essential oils go when it, when it comes to the history, the thousands of years of history. Mm -hmm. So there's still plants out there that we maybe haven't distilled that could have even higher anti-inflammatory effects. So there will always be new plants that are distilled and new plants that are, that are found. That's amazing. Okay, yes. moving on. Okay. You know, I have a lot of conversations now with people who are feeling highly anxious, stressed mm -hmm. out, especially entrepreneurs who have lost their incomes or they're really, you know, trying to make it. And we feel so overwhelmed, so um, busy, unproductive. We can't seem to bring ourselves to do the things that we have to do. You know, yeah. overall yeah. malaise. Yeah. And I noticed that a lot of my, my entrepreneurs is there a magic oil? <laughs> Here's the reduction. Oh, yes. The magic oil. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But a few that we yes. could really put into yes. our diffuser today just to kind of help us yes. get back to, to, uh, to ourselves. So to yes. Think about it this way. All of the plants that come from flowering tops, can, like neroli, which is the orange blossoms mm. of a plant, Roses, which is the rose blossoms. Ylang-ylang, okay. -ylang, which is the blossoms of the beautiful yellow ylang-ylang plants in Madagascar. Mm. All of the flowering plants, and like lavender as well, they all offer anti-anxious, anti-anxiety, beautiful opportunities to calm our nervous system. So the evidence about the nervous system actually being calmed, our cortisol being calmed, mm -hmm. it, our adrenals being calmed by many of the oils. Rose geranium, one of my favorites, so it's, so it's a geranium varietal. Mm -hmm. Beautiful for the nervous system, helpful for us to really calm our nervous system. But remember, it will be individual to each of you. When you're smelling essential oils and not applying them topically or taking the oregano internally, mm -hmm. it is very subjective. So each person will respond differently. So try out one over another. Oftentimes I have people who don't love the roses because of a connotation of someone who wore a synthetic rose in their life many years right. ago, like you do with lavender. And so just try them out. But just remember, roses are the most beautiful gift. So try out an organic rose and see if you change your mind. But ylang-ylang, rose, neroli, lavender, a clary sage. When I was in Provence visiting the farmers, the clary sage fields were just, fields were just as plentiful as the lavender fields. And that is one of the best for our nervous system. A lot of women use it during the birthing process. I did. Oh. I remembered I was rubbing my, my bottoms of my feet. I love it. And, and I was putting it on my wrist during oh. labor. Did you enjoy it? Um, I don't remember, but I, I had a very painless labor. So see, that's um, beautiful. I had, I had a, I mean, my son came in two hours. It was beautiful. Wow, lucky I you! <laughs> it was Clary Sage. <laughs> Clary Sage. You know, it, it does actually have um, so much evidence for the birthing process. And you do, of course, want to use a safe one, something okay. organic. Get advice from your doula or midwife. Right. Um, not all essential oils are safe for pregnancy. And clary sage is for that end of your pregnancy, right. for, for comfort then. To, in, to induce it. Yep. Yes. yes, so it's at that time you would use clary sage. But during all times of life, women like to use clary sage and rose geranium for that same benefit. Just when, when it's not about pregnancy also, it's great for the nervous system. Really one of those ones that soothes us and comforts us. Okay, do you have yeah. geranium here? I don't. Okay, so geranium is a rose? It's a geranium, but there's a varietal called rose geranium. Ah, so there's many geraniums, right? Okay. Like there's 150 eucalyptus okay. varietals. They all do different things. They all right. have different medicinal, so same thing with geranium. rose geranium. Rose geranium. It also um, wards off ticks. So when you're going on your nature walks, you could use rose geranium on the body and it'll help ward off ticks. Oh my yeah. goodness. So. There's just like, there's just so many different uses. I, so have you been compiling a list of, you know, I, I'm really curious of here's a hundred things you can use essential oils for. I haven't, but I could. Household. Oh, that would be a gift. <laughs> and, I, and I do have a, a home kit that I put together that will, will really be for all the medicinal uses you could ever want. Oh, I'm so excited about that. We talked about that earlier. Yes, and that's yes. something that I will want that will explain you know, here's your home kit, a starter kit, yes. and here's how it, each of these different oils can be used for for a variety of, of, yes. of uses. Build your own home pharmacy with natural medicine. Oh my goodness, I, <laughs> I love that. Okay, so one of the things that, um, that you said 
when we were talking earlier it's a strong statement and we you know began the we started the, the show with that you said almost everyone uses essential oils in the wrong way please Ugh. elaborate because it's a big statement it's a big statement but you really you i asked you I'm like are you sure you said yep so i i let's elaborate so there's a lot of unsavory advice out there and I don't think anyone is being malicious or having bad intentions, maybe other than some of the marketing that's going on to sell more. Mm -hmm. um, that, that I don't think is, is safe or healthy for our, our, um, our communities. But when it comes down to it, I think that what I'm seeing is that people get excited about the aromas, they get excited about the essential oils, and they just start using them in everything. And because it's plant therapies, they, there is a belief out there that any amount is safe and it's safe for your children and safe for your dog and safe for yourself and that is just not true. And so what I have found is that when I'm with practitioners, they might be using it wrong. When I'm with yoga studios, they actually are using it unsafely sometimes. And just even the general public, we tend to not know what to do. We're a little confused. Mm -hmm. We get this mixed information. I understand why the information is that way. And so it's, it's really my passion to share the proper ways and to really err on the side of caution because very little plant material is all that's needed. You don't need a huge amount to make a difference. I, I was telling Tara earlier, I put a 30, 40 drops of eucalyptus in my diffuser. She's like, oh no, how big is the room? <laughs> this is how we learn, right? This is how thinking, we learn. Well, my thinking is the more the better. Yeah, more is better in American society. <laughs> And more is not better, especially of plants. And you know, it's when I talk about organics and when people really get that into themselves, mm -hmm. they realize that you don't want to use more plant material. We also want to save the planet, right? We right. want to be responsible with plants. Mm -hmm. And overusing essential oils means over-harvesting of plants, means that we're using up more land. Right. So, and, and that's a whole other issue to talk about with really other, other things about it. But when you use essential oils, one drop is so powerful. There's so much plant material just in one drop. So your diffuser does not need 40 drops of eucalyptus. Okay. And how it, many drops of rose does it need? How many drops of rose? You know, one drop of rose might smell up your whole house. You'll have to try it out. Oh, wow. It would be safe to use more, but it's not as pleasing to use more. It's overpowering. It is overpowering. Got so you And there are blends we can talk about and we can make. Okay. Rose with um, a little bit of ylang-ylang, a little rose geranium, whatever ones that you enjoy mm -hmm. could be great. Neroli is, you know, beautiful flowers. And so a couple drops is plenty of the flower oils. And when it comes to eucalyptus, there's so many varietals of eucalyptus. Right. One, the eucalyptus radiata, you could put 40 drops and it wouldn't harm anyone. Right. But if you put 40 drops of the eucalyptus globulus, which is more popular, mm -hmm. that one is so overpowering, it can damage lung tissue irreversibly for people. Oh my and you goodness. told me it was in a hallway and probably there's enough ventilation where there was no problem. So if the room is large and there's proper ventilation, you're not going to harm someone. But if you're in a small baby's room using too strong of oils, which a lot of people do thinking they're helping the health of their child, it's harmful. You know, I often wonder how many people have caused health issues and they never associate it with, with essential oils because they're misusing it Yes, and they never know that that's the cause. We have a dear friend together, Anna, mm -hmm. and we talk about that often. You know, a lot of people have damaged their liver because of over taking too many essential oils internally, mm -hmm. which is not a necessary practice very often right. in your life. And um, also d just breathing in the wrong essential oils, using them to, too strong of oils on your skin. And you don't really have to smell it. Like I don't have to smell the rose. I just, you know, it, it could be very, very subtle. It, yeah. I don't have to really say, oh, that's the rose, right? right. You're getting the benefits, but it doesn't have to be a very strong smell. Right. It doesn't have to be like a like a plug-in, you know, like those plug-in right. things. It doesn't, oh, gosh. it doesn't have to be that strong aroma. As a matter of fact, we want it to be more subtle. That would be safe for your lungs, for the family, for the home. It doesn't oh, have good. to be like a strong That's smell. That's incredible. Yeah. So I actually have eucalyptus, actual eucalyptus 
branches and plants in my shower. I put it above my shower. Well, that's beautiful. Oh, is that too much? No. Okay. Because think about that. We would be distilling so oh, much of that correct. plant material. So that is a gentler practice. Okay. You know, that's the dried leaves so, of the eucalyptus. It is so divine. Oh, when I, that's I can be smell it, there's hot water and the steam. I mean, You're you know, creating your own essential oil steam bath. It's incredible. That's great. It's too. really, really beautiful. Yeah. Um, okay, I want to talk about, you know, you said there's people who are really misusing it, especially in yoga studios. Would you give me an example? So some of the things that they're doing is putting essential oils on the body and breathing it in that are not safe. They are giving recommendations in yoga studios to be taking essential oils internally, to be using them topically, to be using them in all sorts of ways. But one of the biggest ones that I've noticed is when they're cleaning the yoga mat, they're using essential oils that are too strong for the skin. Using tea tree oil. Yeah, well, tea tree is fine okay. if it is Australian tea tree, if it is distilled organic, organic. <laughs> you, you know, you've got the drill. Um, so it's, it is, um, a tea tree can be very safe and very effective for cleaning. So I wouldn't go against tea tree at all. It's actually gentle enough for the skin, even for babies mm -hmm. in small doses, um, very small doses but it, it can be useful to clean, so that's a good one. But they might be using oregano in a spray, they might be using thyme, it, it's too strong for the skin. And then it's also in the air if they're spraying it. People are getting it into their lungs. I've noticed this a lot. Another one is cinnamon leaf. Oh. A lot of people use, that one is damaging to the lungs too. So more than likely, most of the time, nobody is having any damage. But you never know how often they're using it. You never know how often they're putting it on the skin. So a lot of times they're even doing a cinnamon leaf um, inhalant on the skin. It's not safe for the skin. And oh. people are having reactions and not realizing it that sometimes. That's why it's happening. That's, yep. I mean, what I'm hearing over and over again, what a blessing, what a beautiful tool in our toolbox. What an incredible resource to uplift the soul. Yes. It's not just good physically, yes. it's good for the soul, Yes. but use with caution and know exactly what you're doing, which yes. is why I'm so glad I have you because Aww. I need this. You're going to, Satera is going to be teaching me about all of these things and how I may use them uh, in my in my everyday life, which I'm so excited about. So we have, you know, we have um, oils that can be used for cleaning. Mm -hmm. They can be used for skin. Mm -hmm. They can be used for internal organs, right? Antimicrobial, antifungal, anti-inflammatory. They can be used for food, in yes. food. Yes. Uh, what am I forgetting? In, for diffusing. For diffusing, yeah. right? But, um, you know, That's pretty much all of the applications. You okay. know? And there's so many ways to break each one of those applications down. But that is that is it. We use it. We use it that way. Well, diffusers. Okay, there's like three million of them out there. Yes. Which one do I? I mean, I have a little plastic one. That's like way nicer than what I have. <laughs> Isn't what, it beautiful? That's just so beautiful. It's stunning. So, um, so is you know, is it? Does it have to be hot steam, hot water? Does it have to heat up? You know, all so the things. So heat breaks down the medicinal uses of essential oils. So if it does truly heat it up it will break down what's beneficial to the air and to your lungs. So don't do it. So don't do that. Okay. But an ultrasonic diffuser that's truly ultrasonic, it might have a little warming effect that you can feel, mm -hmm. but it should just be ultrasonically through that steam, putting it in the air. And that that there's millions of those out there. Most of them are safe. Okay. I just always look at the reviews because sometimes there's cheap ones out there that break down quickly, and if you spend a lot of money, you're not going to be happy. The ones that actually require water are the most effective and gentle on the body. If it requires a whole bottle of essential oil mm -hmm. and it's glass, you want to be sure that you're using that safely. There are some yeah. beautiful ones out there that you use. You actually put just essential oils in there with no water, and it's a very strong diffusion, and you want to make sure you're using the right oils. That's incredible. Okay, so you gave me a gift today, which I love you for. Thank you so much. I love much. you too. And um, she's, you know, again, you're selling these little, little packets so you put things together based on what people need and yes. which is precisely what you did for me because you knew what I like <laughs> and I got a meditation uh, essential oil diffusion kit and this is brilliant it's a three blends of certified organic essential oils and it's sweet orange and cedarwood mm -hmm. sacred frankincense and spikenard did I say that right yes all right and then purifying eucalyptus and peppermint it's interesting. So why do these things, what do they do to introduce the Zen state of mind? 
You know, what's beautiful about plants is that they have a synergistic effect with each other and mm -hmm. with our bodies. So if I open Yes, it? yes. And when you take one plant and put it with another plant, not only do you get the benefits of those, both of those plants, but those plants potentiate each other or they actually bolster them oh. together. So in the one with spikenard, spikenard is a mild sedative. So it actually helps to calm the nervous system in, in the way of a natural plant sedative. It's a beautiful plant. It's a sacred plant. So frankincense and spikenard are used all over the world in many spiritual practices. So we use it in meditation. We use it for sleep. We use it for the nervous system. Isn't that beautiful? Just divine. Yeah. So bringing those plants together will bring many benefits to the blends that you put in your diffuser or rub on your hands. All of those can be put in your hands and breathe directly into the body or in your diffuser. So great for that. You can put them in your lotion. If you love the aroma and you want to carry it with you all day or put some on your chest to breathe in, um, use it on all of your different pressure points to carry with you. So there's so many different ways. So can you make your own perfume? Yes. Mixing these things? Yes. You can, right? So I, I know a little something about you that you love perfume. We won't talk about that. But many of the perfume houses in Europe have purchased from the brand that I was a national educator for. So they are always using essential oils. It has become um, much more cost effective to use synthetics. So, mm, Well, I only purchase from U European perfumes. So, and, they, and most of them use some essential oils and some sy synthetics. Most American companies and even some in other countries. Well, I didn't hear what you just yeah. said. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, they use some essential oils and some, yeah. So it's, it's important to know what's in your perfume because it's not all safe for the environment, for you, for your nervous system, for your hormone health. I mean, the petrochemicals that are in a lot of perfumes are not safe for us. I just didn't hear anything. I know, you didn't hear anything I said. So, yes, you can make your own perfume Lovely. with essential oils. We could do a little perfuming class where you could find the aromas you enjoy. As I spray the rose oil. Which I know. It. And neroli. Oh. Neroli that you smelled, the neroli, uh -huh. the orange blossoms, is one of the most popular plants to put in uh, fragrances, fragrances all around the world, perfumes all around the it world. Neroli is. Yes. That's neroli. incredible. Yeah. Sounds very, um, you know, I spent a significant amount of time in the south of France. So I know the Neroli is used. I went to the Flagonard um, and a lot of the the original parfumeries, parfumeries where yeah. they make it. So it's just really beautiful that they, mm -hmm. that they have that. So um, what are the contraindications with for people who are on medication, for people who are pregnant, for people like mm -hmm. who should like completely 100% stay away or just have extra caution around essential oils? So we all should have caution around essential oils. Thank you. And we all should um, really take into account the amount of plant matter in every single drop. And we all should take one at a time of these plants and learn what we are interested in. Uh, it, it is really my belief that if you're excited about something, if you're interested in something, enjoy it. I don't want to be the, the bearer of bad news. I would love for, for us to give that information in a way that makes it very accessible for you to enjoy the oils. Mm -hmm. uh, with that being said, there are many contraindications. And so when you decide to use them internally, there are many, many contraindications. When you use them in a general, gentle way, most of the flowering oils can be used um, in diffusers on the skin and in your life. But when it comes to using it medicinally, you really want to make sure that you're getting the proper advice and that the information that you're getting is from a reliable source. Um, it is common that people would get advice and use them inappropriately. So. The contraindications that I can share with you quickly are under 12. There's not, there's barely a reason for a child to take essential oils internally. And I know I have a lot of clients who were doing that when they met me and took that practice out of their lives because it's not, it's not necessary. Diffusing itself, breathing it in, getting into the bloodstream by breathing in the proper gentle oils are already helpful enough, especially to, to the, bodies of children. Mm -hmm. When it comes to being on medications, you definitely want to talk to your doctor. Are they going to know about aromatherapy? Probably not. Uh, but you do want to think about, is the oil vasodilating? Does it bring blood flow? And am I on something that affects my blood flow as well? So when it comes to the oils, if you know what they're doing and you're on a medication that does that, sometimes it's a helpful tool if you have the proper advice to get off the medication. And sometimes it's contraindicated. So you want to make sure that you're looking at that. When we use oils gently, 
you pretty much can find ways to use all the plants you're interested in. But when you start using them internally, when you start using them topically, you want to make sure that you're using the right ones. Caution. Caution. So uh, give me an example of uh, a daily use for you of, of, of something oh, okay. in every day. Oh, you'll love it. So, what's in your diffuser? <laughs> what's in my diffuser? Okay, so I like to interchange it. And so helichrysum is my f very favorite plant. So I use it throughout the day in many different ways. And, and again, one day will be different from another day, but on any given day, I'll for sure use rose and helichrysum for my skincare because rose and helichrysum are both regenerating to the skin, also helps um, really activate collagen and takes down inflammation. You will see the benefits of helichrysum on your skin pretty immediately and rose too, but helichrysum with the inflammation factor. I also use, I'll use helichrysum with a little bit of peppermint, but uh, for pain, so it penetrates deeply. So it, what happens with helichrysum, it, it penetrates the bone, joint, muscle, tendon, skin, and nerve. Oh, wow. It's nerve regenerating. Um, it, it helps to um, keep scar tissue from forming. So it's useful. I had a surgery, and I used helichrysum to keep the scar tissue from forming. So, so just drops of oil. I don't mm -hmm. have to, you know, mix it with another you don't, carrier. You don't, but it can be used with a carrier and still have effective use, Got definitely, it. in okay. that form. So when I use it for skin care, I do use other fatty oils. So the, the plant oils, like carrot, this is a maceration of carrots in a fatty oil that help to add glow and help the complexion of the skin. So plant oils with essential oils, we call that aromatizing. So you're adding essential oils to the plant oils. Plant oils in French medical aromatherapy, that's a whole other class. But basically plant oils are used for their own medicinal purposes, not as carriers. So I'm using carrot because it's good for the complexion. I'm using black, I'm using tamanu because if, if you put a little bit on your skin, it's very, it adds a beautiful glow. So can I use this instead of a lotion? Yes. Yes. Carrot oil. Carrot oil. My and I use it with my lotions. Like sometimes I like the consistency of a little shea butter and a little carrot. Okay. It, and it adds a glow to your legs when you're wearing yeah, a skirt. Exactly. I use Nivea a lot, which I know I have. Oh my goodness. I know, I know, I know. But <laughs> I change out all I'm your very products. open about it. You know, it's one thing. I had a lot of skin conditions throughout growing mm. up, and it was the only thing that would suit my skin. And so it was this... It's almost like my body has developed this relationship with it. Yeah, of course. Um, and uh, no excuses, but you know, you get the gist. It's a little, it's, it has a yellow tint. It does. And, and once it absorbs in, it'll then be more like a glow to your skin. Oh, so, so you won't, it will, I mean, right now I feel like it's that thin. color. Oh, yeah. Yeah. okay. So I can just use it as a lotion on my face. Yes, yes. So I put away all of that. the, here, you want to give me some? Yes. All of the plant oils <laughs> will, um, will be great for the skin. So see how it adds a nice glow to the skin. Well, I'm and going to be J-Lo from now. <laughs> exactly. You'll have a beautiful glow. The, you know, along with the plant oils, so the plant oils and the essential oils are a beautiful relationship together. So hydrosols, plant oils, and essential oils all used interchangeably. Okay. And in my habits, I use Tamanu for skin care. It helps to really regenerate the tissue of the skin great as a, um, a massage for the face, so I use it for lymphatic of the face. And black cumin, I use every day as a supplement. So it can be used for hair growth, it can be used for hair strength, strength of your hair, it can be used on the skin for acne, but I also use it, this is just literally black seed oil, so it's the black cumin seed, just first cold pressing, where it's just the fat from the seed. And so I take it internally. It's one of the most popularly um, and most used supplements across the world is black seed oil. So my husband is from India, and we eat a lot of Indian food, and there's a lot of cumin, mm -hmm. but I can cook it, but even cumin, I would, I'm assuming that we're getting, I'm getting those benefits because I'm eating cumin. You are, yeah, you are. Okay, that's incredible. And that's exactly, like I make kale chips with my black cumin oil, I put it on my scalp for hair growth. I, That's I yeah. feel like I don't want to stop because they're like, you keep <laughs> telling me more. I know, you it, keep leading me there. Is there one oil, carrier oil, that, that you would mostly recommend by pairing with essential oils? Well, it depends on the use. Oh boy. So, okay, <laughs> we'll just talk about skincare because, you know, we both yep. love beauty yeah. in that way. So my favorite right now, and that does change because I, I change with the seasons, mm -hmm. our skin changes mm -hmm. with the season, we have different issues that come up. And so right now I'm loving tamanu okay. and a little bit of carrot. 
So I use the carrot for a glow. So I use that as my final moisturizer. I use Tamanu as a, a treatment in the morning or at night to massage the skin, massage the face, but it adds such a beautiful um, lymphatic movement for the, for the face. So those are my two favorites right you now. You know, uh, my son has a very, very dry skin, um, my younger son, and I think what I'm going to do is actually try, I'm going to get that as soon as possible and try those two, and I'm going to for a week now use any other lotions on mm. my face. Mm, okay. I'm report back. Well, that was wait for the report back. I mean, I can go on and on and on. Is there anything that I haven't asked that's really <laughs> important? Because I honestly, like, I feel like we should we should be sitting here in an interest of time. People are like, okay, I gotta go to work. Yeah, yes, I gotta, I gotta go. Um, oh, there's so much to share. Uh, I I offer online courses, and so those can take us into those deeper places. But you've touched on so many beautiful things, and it, it, you can see how this could go on. I, I've had workshops for six hours where no one was getting up to leave at the six-hour mark. I, I, I understand why. Yeah. So here's the thing. If people, again, to repeat, if, if you're unsure and you really would like to get to know um, more uses or, or just ask Tara about, here's what I'm using. Am I using it right? Again, your phone number is? 651-233-6064. Okay, and you have um, a website where people can access the you know, more information about yes. your online courses, about you know just things more that are more in depth. But really, t right now they can immediately call you and talk to you and have a consultation about yes. some of these uses. And definitely, I love talking to you, and I love Thank I I want to tell you that I really appreciate the the expertise mm, and you. brilliant knowledge that comes from from many many years of researching and, and teaching but also the the cautionary tales of of essential oils because we are a reduction society and we just you know oversimplify things so this has mm -hmm. been a i feel like i just attended a mini mini master class oh, so good. i'm glad thank you so much i really appreciate it and thank you for being in my life and for sharing the love with the people for all of you my beautiful humans thank you for tuning in as always uh week in and week out i really believe that every single conversa conversation one piece of advice one tip can forever change our lives and I hope that today you have picked up something that's incredibly useful and that will uplift you mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Mm -hmm. And so it is. Well, thank, thank you, you all. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means the world. Please share with anyone that might find this useful and go ahead to all iTunes stations and please give us a five-star rating. So much love for you all. Please, please, please know that everything can be different. You're worthy. You're good enough. And let's up-level together. <laughs>